go turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! Oh, sorry that we're coming to you a day later. I had to go to the retired janitor convention in Idaho, but we are back to recap Succession. D, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Did you get some I'm, wisdom? I'm... Oh, yeah. Lots of wisdom. Yeah, I learned a lot about how the world works. Cool, 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 cool. That's always good, right? Yeah, that is always good. And this episode entitled what it takes tells us tells us a lot about how this country works i mean if we were to have an idea about what happens behind these doors um so let's start with general impressions before we get into the episode first of all what do you think okay so the good thing about us recording late is that i got to watch it twice and that means i picked up on some things that i wouldn't have well that i know that i didn't the first time so I guess the thing about succession, and I know somebody said it perfectly on the timeline was like, um, people have watched succession and be like, man, this shit crazy. And then they'll be like, here, sign this document. But I'm like, the shit really do be crazy. Cause that's exactly how it is. Like in if you had to sign a, a document in the most dramatic way possible, that is succession. Like, and I love it. Like sign this paper. And it shows you that it's a yeah, that it's moleskin paper and it's a Mont Blanc pen, and you know you're you're signing it, and and he got your you, you can see over on this side they've got on their Rolex and their you know power suit power tie power steering <laughs> all of these things, <laughs> and it's just great. So I, as far as the, the the episode goes, to answer your question, as usual, I enjoyed it. It um, I I really liked seeing the whole um. I guess the I can't even say proverbial the literal room where it happens because everybody wants to be in there and to for mm -hmm. them to show us that there is a room I thought it was just you know wow brilliant brilliant because we know it's a room we know it is it is it yeah. is like this this really happens but yeah um so just because of like the last four years I'm a bit weighed down by giving a damn about conservative portrayals on tv so there were parts of this episode where i'm like oh, let's 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 keep it going but there are About other parts of this episode i mean excuse me mr Ted cruz obviously but no seriously there are there are like other parts of this episode where i was like okay it's interesting seeing what matters to these people we'll get into that more i'm just gonna leave it there but it's interesting to see what truly matters to people that have no morals and they're only about basically self-gain. So it's interesting to see that. Um, but what, do you, where, where do we even where do we even start? Where do we start? Um, I don't know. <laughs> we really could start anywhere because it's it'll it'll all come back around. So if we could start anywhere, let's start with. Siobhan getting in the car with Roman. I mean, I'm sorry, not with Roman, with Logan. When she asked to ride with him. Yeah, and once again, he did the thing where 
I'm not going to apologize. I'm just going to recap what happened and then say nothing about it. Mm-hmm. That's my apology. And not only am I not going to say anything about it, though, Ronnie, I'm going to I'm going to mention it, but I'm going to say I was unwell. Yeah. Unwell. You're making a big deal out of this and it's not that serious. Like it is. You humiliated her in a room full of her peers, I guess you could say they're her peers and her siblings. Yeah. It's a big deal. Pretty big deal. Why doesn't she get embarrassed? And I know she said it before, but like, but why? Like, why does nothing? Why is she never ashamed? Because it's like she's never oh. ashamed. Or maybe she is and she just plays it well, but it doesn't seem like she is. Well, I, I, I think that's a skill that she quickly developed in this mm. episode. But take a step back. When you're when you're from a family that is uber rich and they control the narrative, like what can you possibly say about her to to embarrass her? Nothing. Like what can you possibly okay. say about her? So so that's why. But people within her family, because they're all on that same level of like just being untouchable, I think they can embarrass her. And clearly Logan has done so twice in a row. Like he keeps he's I think he's gonna keep doing it too because she I guess okay let me go back my question isn't why isn't she embarrassed because I honestly do think she gets embarrassed she just like you said has the the media training the poise to pretend like it doesn't matter I guess my bigger question is why does she keep setting herself up to be humiliated because almost every time that it's happened to her it's a direct reflection of something she said. Like it comes right after she says some dumb shit, and even I'm like, shit, just stop. And it's always Logan. Oh. It's like you know he will humiliate you. You know he'll do it. So why do you keep provoking it? Doesn't make it right. I'm just curious as to why she keeps doing it. So t- what I was thinking about this episode to invoke Flo Millie um, from Mobile, her the title of her EP, "Whole Wise You Hear." Like you are a registered Democrat. This meeting is to pick a Republican candidate. Naturally, you have no place in this room. Like if you just want to sit and observe, cool. But you know every single thing that comes out of your mouth is going to be discredited simply because once again, you are a registered Democrat. Also, goes goes back to the things about the siblings whenever there's an opportunity to just do something they try to do it for personal gain and that's exactly what she did by picking someone who wasn't even in the conversation someone who wasn't even a viable candidate so as i was watching this episode and watching what was going on because it's almost like people can be wrong but still be right like of course like picking this incredibly vile candidate is it's going to be it's going to be terrible it's going to be fucking horrible but at the same time like shiv like as they say read the room like what are you even doing trying like like oh maybe we should you know just toss it to the democrats like no no really what what makes you think that your father is going to side with the Democrats to try to get himself out of trouble, especially considering you were just working for Gil Evans, who is like pseudo Bernie Sanders. Like, like every move she took 
And this episode was dumb as hell. It's almost like, I wouldn't say it's almost. What it is, is that Siobhan has these things that she holds and she's passionate about. And because she's so shifty, it makes you want to do the opposite of whatever it is she's suggesting, whether she's right or not. Because like you said, in this situation, she's right. Mankin is going, is that how you say it? Mankin? Mankin? He's going to be awful. Yeah, yeah. Like he's going to be full out trash and he's young enough to do way more damage than someone older. Okay. We are kind of know who he's kind of modeled against. Right. We, we know. Right. You know, so her objecting to him very uh, vehemently <laughs> word to Jay-Z. She understands that it's going to be bad, right? So we all get it too. But my problem is, it's just like you said, you know the people around you enough to know what you are saying is not going to sway them in the way that you want them to go. You know them. So I don't know what she's doing. Again, what is she doing? Also, let's just go ahead and clear her out the way altogether. Like, your family basically crossed the tropic of Capricorn to toss women off the side of a yacht. Your your family's company did not allow women or colored people above a certain floor. But this is the point where you realize they have no shame. This is the point where you realize they are absolutely vile and terrible and uh, detrimental to this to this country. Like now is the time you realize that oh Thanks. no abortions. And not to make light of like women's rights, but 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 this is like perfect example of like white feminism because oh when it affects me when it affects me now all of a sudden i care and she really don't care she really don't care she she wants to pretend to care because it's again just like roman said you have a trophy husband and a coat of and and a couple fur coats you're going to be fine <laughs> and she will but she has to pretend that she believes in these things that she says she does because again you said that she's a registered uh, democrat so she has to stand firm in some of these things that she's presenting that she cares about now the first thing i thought about was that she said yes something and then no oh she said something about burning the quran i think she said and no abortions and something else yeah and i'm like yeah because you're gonna be even less than what you are now so to your point, it is that white feminism because she already knows that as a white woman, she's already the lowest in the on a totem pole, period. And that's been proven time and time and time and time again. Don't let somebody else come and then move her even further down using the law, because now what is she? Nothing. And mm-hmm. let's not forget that cute little offer Salgado gave her. Because she's talking about how you're funny, you're funny, whatever else. I'm like, yeah, you talking about you funny, but don't act like you don't hear what he's saying. Because she does. Now, did she use that? Is that the reason why she was pushing him? I don't think so. I don't think it hurt, though. No, no, no. Wait, I absolutely think that's why she was. Like, Mm. there's no other reason. I was just trying to give her a little more credit than what she deserves. I'm sorry. Because if that was the case, they would have went with the VP. Like, there's no other reason. Because, because look, he is so opposite of, like, their position that that's the sole reason why she picked him. Because he was like, hey, 
day one, your dad's in jail. You run the company. CEO, day day one, day one. Now, we want to go ahead and say who these people are. It's Royer, Salgado, and Minkin. It's Minkin. Am I saying it right? Is it Minkin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, let me give a quick note out. I hate this motherfucker already because um, (laughs) I was forced to watch Weeds. Weeds. Um, Yeah, and, and, and that... That very punchable face. So he's perfect for this role because I hated him from weeds. But sorry, continue. He was easy to be hateable. He, he was he was very hateable in weeds. First of all, everybody was hateable in weeds. Everybody. So to hate somebody ex- exponentially more than everybody else is already hard. I mean, clearly, uh, Nancy Bowen was the worst. But anyway, sorry, Christian, it's your fault, running. Okay, so of these three, Royer is the vice president, the current vice president, and Salgado is the what did what did uh Roma call him the brown guy, the brown brown man, yeah, yeah, and then um, Menken is pretty much the radical. Did he say he's conservative? He said he's conservative, right? So he's the radical. He is, you know, he is beyond conservative. He is. He's a Nazi. Nazi white supremacist. He's a Nazi because he literally said H. We all know who H is. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. So the fact that you said you'll borrow, he's like, I have very, what do you say? I have very little boundaries. I'll borrow from anybody, even H. If you're willing to borrow from him, that is a problem in itself. And this is why Siobhan, borrow, (laughs) yeah. This is why Siobhan was freaking out because again, I do think there's a part of her that's like, whoa, 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 we can't have a Nazi as a president. Like that's not like this is too much. This is too much. And a part of me, again, if it's just me trying to take up for my women folk, I'll I'll own it. But a part of me wants to believe that she still feels like there is a too far. And she just wants to keep her family like right on. She wants to toe the line, but But, she doesn't, she's not, she's not, I I can't even say she's not fathoming the point that they've already crossed it, but that's in her mind. They haven't crossed the line yet because they haven't done anything to the point where she feels like a line's been crossed. Right. So there's a line that they shouldn't have crossed, which is the, the moral right line and then there's shields line which a little bit above that so once we've gotten past her she's like whoa whoa this is way too much let's relax but look the like first, you know raping a few women we, <laughs> the very first time we meet shield her father's network is launching a racially based smear attack against the candidate who is running for governor of new york who just so happens to be black so basically you you That's know okay. your family you know your family Mm -hmm. so how can there be like to me like this is almost like the white women who like during the pandemic realized that their husband was racist like oh like oh you don't want to get the vaccine oh because oh like like you but no you knew this the entire time Mm -hmm. like you knew this but i don't know this they i don't think they know ronnie because they're what what is truly right and what they believe is right there's a difference 
So if if we know, okay, the baby shouldn't go past the five, shouldn't go past five feet, whether they can swim or not. They say, oh, no, it's fine if they go to eight because they can swim. But then when they're when they say, okay, well, they can go to eight without a lifeguard. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a bit too much. But it was too much three feet ago. That is their problem, right? They really don't understand that there is there should be a line for everybody. And their problem is, is that they don't feel like they're like everybody else. They're a notch above. So when it gets to the point where it bothers them, then it's too far. It's okay as long as it doesn't bother me because I'm the moral right. Everybody else is complaining. I am the right. So if it's something down here, it's just because they're lazy. They're complaining. They're not working hard enough or whatever else. You know, it's the drugs, it's the violence. This is the reason they're in the situation they're in. But when it gets to you, because it was wrong the whole time, that's when you're like, oh, it's not right because I am a morally great person and this thing should not be happening to me. That's where she is. So even though she knows her family, she knows them again, she she is privileged and she knows she's privileged, but she's one of those people who thinks She's privileged because of what she's done and what her family's done. She doesn't consider the fact that you are only in this place because of what your family's done to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, that's I mean, why you're, she, she's. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so but, that's why she's just kind of, oh my gosh, no, we can't do this. No, I'm not saying it'll be the third rank, but it'll be close. I'm like, well, yes, yeah, it has to get there, Shiv. How do you think it got there? It didn't just happen it's, today. It's most certainly is. Yeah. But here's the thing. You just weren't paying attention. Here's the thing I want to transition to, as I'm going to transition to the other siblings now. I feel like this is going to be another case of Logan listening to Roman simply because he likes Roman energy, the whole fucking energy, but it's the bad play because. I'm gonna jump straight to Connor. Y'all gotta stop playing, my man. Like Connor, Con- Connor is incensed now. He is pissed, and and, like and here's why. Yes, and here's why I want to ask you, D. <laughs> Did you realize who was hanging with Connor throughout this episode? It's a very minor character, but once I tell you, you can be like, "Oh my god!" The dude from Get Out. Mm-mm, no. Oh, Greg. I mean, he, he, yeah, Greg was with him the whole no, time. No, 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 no. Not so, Greg? Oh, maybe I'm just so, thinking about when, when they went upstairs. Okay, so who was it? So remember when they had the dinner with the Pierce family? Yeah. There, there was the guy he was debating with the entire time, the guy who was working for the Brookings Institute. And if, if you don't know what the Brookings Institute is, it's like a liberal think tank that, you know, basically analyzes policy and yada, yada, yada. That's the guy who was at the meeting, who was with Connor the entire time, an alleged liberal, but he was at this party. They never mentioned it, but he was there. I had to go back and check, but that was him. I looked on IMDB. That is him. His name is, I forgot his name, but his last name is Pierce. And he's an alleged oh. liberal. So. So is that though that's what Connor's gonna do? He's gonna go liberal? I think he's gonna run. You think he's gonna he's gonna go rogue? You think he's gonna go rogue? He's, yes. You believe he's, he's gonna, gonna go gonna rogue. run independent, yes. I think he got enough battery in his back to do it. 
mm-hmm. from that meeting. The fact that they even mentioned him at the meeting, like he's at, he's in the room where it happens and he's sitting at the table. I think he's got enough, enough support, whether it be solid or not, to go rogue. <laughs> because they, they, they make it a point to show you all the people who walk up to him and shake his hand. They make it a point to show hmm. you that. Now think about everybody else in the room. They're like loud. They're like peacocks. They're like, you know, trying to fluff their feathers and stuff. But everybody is walking up to him, shaking his hand. Mm-hmm. They're definitely peacocking for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Especially making, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him so much. I hate him. I don't even know who, what I he's. I, I know enough to hate him. Okay. So, so with all of that, Connor goes rogue. What chance does he have? Look. Given that <laughs> I've seen what I've seen in this nation, he has a he has an amazing chance because he occupies this space where kind of kind of how his father says he's like he's smart in his own way. So he can bullshit himself through like a lot of things to make himself seem like intelligent. Like he he like if if nothing else, like he's like oddly charming, even though he's a bit of a doofus. But 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 yeah, so that's all the it brand takes. Is like strong. He, he he knows how to work a room. The brand is indeed strong. Yes. And so he I think he has a great chance because once again, like you have a lot of people in that room who are like um punchable face from from weeds is like too far it's like way way mm-hmm. way way too far it's absolutely too far yeah but but yeah connor would be yeah would be perfect well get this though um why why you're on that subject you're right they kind of listed why it will work because the brand is strong he's charming like you said He's far enough, but close enough to the Roy family where people might kind of overlook the negative and be like, well, he's going independent. So he's different from them. Mm-hmm. Um, a- other boy, the Mencken, he's too far. Um, they said, Roy, what's the name? Royer. He's already losing steam. The mm-hmm. vice president. He's they don't think he's going to win. And then uh, Sogato is all that's left. And even um, what's his name? Uh, Mencken said they will vote for somebody that looks like him, that looks like them. Who else? Who who looks more like the average American than Connor Roy? And if you have to vote against a white supremacist and Connor, you might get you you just might <laughs> get more people to vote for Connor. You know, it's a toss up because I mean, you know, America's kind of odd in that way. But if you get the right people to say the right things and the media to push things the right way, Connor's clean. Oh boy, has got to have some mess somewhere that they can get. He's too ridiculous <laughs> not to. Because let me circle back around to this. I, I can't believe that this guy was even in the room. Once again, he was with a member of the Pierce family who I, I, I think if we're supposed to assume is basically like cnn to like the fox news of the show so if the pierce family says i got either cnn or pbs so so the pierce family is going to say you know what 
we don't like those Roy's. We're going to use your own son to screw you over. And they're going to start pushing Connor Roy. And they will, because who do they have other than Connor to push? A DM. I mean, you know, but when it comes down to it, <laughs> who else would they push? I don't know. I don't uh, I don't know. Now, Salgado is Republican. Everybody in there was Republican, no? Or yes? Technically. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Like, I couldn't tell whether Salgado was Republican or... No, he, he was, he or was he, Republican. Like I said, he's, okay, he's obviously he's supposed okay. to be Ted Cruz. Yeah. But it's like, it was so frustrating when he was having that mini debate with... Uh, with Mankin because it reminded mm-hmm. me of Tommy and Doug Jones because it was like you just talking because you don't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. You're afraid to have a real conversation because you don't know what you're talking about. And no mm-hmm. one's going to make you have a real conversation because you're just loud. Like you're just mm-hmm. you're just loud. And even when she again <laughs> jumped in and you know made points and he's like replay though. Replay I'm like what 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 even are you saying none of this makes sense and again it makes sense to everybody else because it looks like oh he's he's school shiv because she shiv like she can make all the points in the world but she's still a woman in this room with all these people and they're going to diminish whatever she says because this man is speaking and why is she talking at all anyway they already don't want to hear what she's saying because why are you speaking at all why are you even here like you said flow me the whole why is you here that that's the equivalent of when someone tweets out something wild and then they say, like, just Google it. I'm not debating with you. Just Google it. That's exactly. Look, look, exactly what look it, it up for yourself. <laughs> do your research. I'm not here to do the research for you. But like, uh, okay, but you could have easily just explained what you meant. Okay. Now can we talk about Tom a little bit? Yeah, because just a little because Tom's Tom's is Tom is interesting. Yeah. Because it goes is it also goes into Siobhan because I <laughs> just she she makes me so angry because she just annoys me above anything else. Okay. Your husband is going to prison. At this point, we honestly believe your husband is going to prison. You believe it. I believe it. He believes it. The world believes he's going to prison. His nickname is the freaking Christmas tree. Okay. Now, if the man wants to talk about it, you kind of got to let him vent. You, you kind of let him express himself because he's afraid of going to prison. So not only does she cut him off, she makes him feel bad about it. And she's just like, I don't, don't want to keep talking about this. This is annoying, whatever. And then she tries to have sex with him. It's a psycho. And then look confused when he wasn't with it. No. Like look, if, if prison is you... on my mind, trust me, the last thing I'm thinking about is sex. Like <laughs> right. Especially with you. And then you know what? Another thing that she was so it made me think that's why she's so, you know, quick on that whole no abortions is because she got a gut full of baby. She ain't gonna be able to get rid of it. 
just in case, I mean, just just so happened Tom gets up pregnant. She can't do nothing about it. Now she's in trouble because now she got uh Wham's what's his last name? Wham's gas. <laughs> Wham's gas. That's the weirdest last name. Wham's gas. So now she's got a baby Wham's gas. Did she change her name? She probably didn't change her name, did she? I don't think she changed her name. She probably still she a Roy, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's because, her thing. And because I Tom is like. I, I will become a Roy if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Whatever. What's a woman's gas? Um, so with that, I kind of want to transition into Greg because you've got cousin Greg for president. Tell me why. Oh, just just as a joke, but at the same time, I think I think um slightly going back to Tom, he now sees that Greg is starting to like gain some traction with the family, and at the same time, like the the circle of influence around the family, so I, I think that might that might influence influence Tom's decision. What decision is that? The- this is this is where this yes. Before we get to it, because there are moments, small little moments that make me think Greg is laying on the idiocracy thick, like he's an idiot, but he's doing that whole. Um, kind of like a Kaiser Soze type thing. I'm going to pretend to be way dumber than I am so that y'all will underestimate me and let me in these rooms because nobody cares I'm here because I don't matter. Just like, because they kind of alluded to it with this one because Hugo said, it was it was Hugo, wasn't it? That asked, is Greg necessary? Mm. Yeah. Hugo was like, is Greg necessary? I and mean, he's like, oh, whatever. You know, Logan, oh, whatever. It's just, just make yourself, you know, spare. And I'm like, this is a big decision. You might need to you know, be selective about who's in here. But that's how he keeps sliding in these bi- in these rooms. And you've said it before, he's always there. Why is he there? Because nobody cares enough for him not to be there. So he's getting all the information he can. And then he goes to Tom acting like he's freaking out about prison. And since you're going anyway, I mean, could I just, you know, kind of, could you mm-hmm. just kind of take this from me? I'm like, wait a minute, Greg, maybe he's not an idiot. Maybe he's not an idiot. Or maybe he is because they keep forgetting about Kendall. I don't think they're forgetting about him. I just think they they kind of know he's in over his head at this point. Yeah, so there's two points I want to make. First of all, um, I I feel like on our very first recap, we asked a question. Um, did did Kendall ever look at the papers? And now we have our answer because if he would have looked through the papers, he would have known there was nothing of significance in the papers. Um, second point, Tom, so dumb, Tom says, so dumb. Tom says, I've seen you get fucked repeatedly, but your dad has never been fucked. Like I'm thinking about joining you, but like I I know that you're a loser. Mm-hmm. Like a broken record. Mm-hmm. You keep losing. But he's right though. And and not only does Logan not lose, he's been put up against Kendall repeatedly and always come out on top. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, okay, maybe you're just a he's just never had anybody that's formidable. No. He just keeps beating you because it's you. So mm-hmm. what makes me think at this part in this particular venture where like everything on the line that this would be the one he loses. So I, I kind of understand Tom. I also kind of like want him to not go to prison 
but I kind of do. I don't know. It's weird because like, I don't feel bad for him if he has to take the fall for Greg because he's the reason Greg did all this stuff in the first place, right? He kind of kind of strong arm Greg to do it. I get it. But he was also forced in that situation. He was. And I'm not taking, I don't feel sorry for him, but that's just the truth of the matter. He got the same, pretty much the same assignment as as Greg. Hey, do this thing and then I'm done with it. Like, I'm going to wash my hands of it. It's on mm. you now. So I, I don't know why Kendall thinks they'll get immunity. Just like they just hand out immunity because I don't think that's how it works. I think you have to have some real right. legit. This is going to get me the verdict that I want for you to get immunity. And now if Tom is the one that says it, then maybe it holds a little more weight. But how are they going to prove it? But here's the thing, because I, I I tossed this out in the first recap, and I and I think it's gonna happen. Um, Kendall fired Lisa. Lisa's gonna be working for Logan. Lisa is about to be yeah, working for Logan for because Logan. she knows what he has on hand, and she knows that he doesn't have shit. So she's gonna work for Logan. Can she do that? I don't I don't know. Like I'd have to ask a, an attorney. I don't I mean I'm saying can you get privileged I, information from one person and then use that information for somebody else? Can she, I mean, I'm just I, mean, I don't I honestly don't know if she can she legally do that. So can he she? fired her and and she's seen what he has on hand. So while I don't think she can technically use it like she she can use it like she knows what he has on hand and she knows that it ain't shit Mm -hmm. so she can still use it against him without like formally like using it well i mean because i guess too in this situation it's against them like the the papers that they had were were Mm -hmm. were way star documents so she could get them even if she worked for them too Right, so yeah. maybe she can. I don't, I don't. I'm wondering who Kendall has now. Does he even have another lawyer, or was he just talking shit? So he he did say he hired a lawyer, and I think his tweet person was kind of like, uh. Yeah, she was. She, she, she was. was. She was like, uh. She. I I understand why she just kind of goes with what he said because I mean she's getting paid, but. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know, but that's ha- that's who he has. He has everybody there that will say, "Oh, that's awesome. That's cool." Like, who were those guys that were like, "Oh, that's a great idea." Oh, yeah, I like that. That's smart. I don't yeah, know he who wants, they were. He wants, yes, man. That's all he has. He, he, he doesn't, doesn't have anybody. <laughs> to have anybody that says, or okay, I won't say anybody that says he doesn't have anybody that he respects enough to listen to. And like we've said before, that's the difference between him and Logan. Logan is surrounded by people that he trusts no more than he does, even if it's just in a given situation. He has legit counsel. Kendall does not have that. Kendall has people around him that just go with what he says, which is very dangerous for him. Like, not for the earth, but for him, because it's going to be detrimental to whatever else he's trying to do. 
which is now at this point, I have no idea. Well, I do know because he said it. He just wants he just wants Logan out. That's what he wants. He wants to he wants Waystar to be fine, Logan gone, him to be CEO. That's what he wants. I have no idea how he thinks that's going to happen. Right. And he just he just fired the person who could likely make that happen. The only person he about to have Jess and the rabbit represent him in court now because that's all he's about to have left. Oh, Jess. So what what's Siobhan going to do then since we're still on Kendall? So because she's at a point now where her opinions aren't respected at all. And she has actually been in this like I don't like her, but wasn't that her job before? Like political PR mm-hmm. or whatever it was, but something before. So, so she knows. So, yeah, there's, in my opinion, there's no scenario in which she ever flips from her father. If there is, kudos to the writing team because I did not see it happen. I think she curry f- curries favor with her father by bringing Lisa to him. She, she's like, okay, you have this super mm-hmm. legal team now. Like, like, because I, 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 sorry, I couldn't get it done before, but guess what? I have it now. And by the way, we know what Kendall has. So, so here's what I'm giving you almost, you know, as reprieve to, you know, show like that I'm loyal to you again. So I think that's what happens. So tell me what the play is with, with the block numbers, because Kendall is spiraling. We all know that. But he's desperate to talk to Logan and Logan has made it a point that I am not going to talk to you ever again. Is it a situation where it's like, okay, you're dead to me? Or is it a situation Mm -hmm. where it's like, because this is war, you are the enemy. We can't talk because I'm saying it wasn't the case before. They were at least in some communication, but now they're not. So what what was it? It's like it was like it was when he walked on stage. It's like when people okay. try to say like Serena and Maria Sharapova are like a rivalry and Serena's like, no, we, we're on two different levels. Like, don't even speak her name to me. It's kind of like that because Logan is like, yeah, you thought this was a battle, but I like dismiss you. Like you aren't even worthy of, you are even a worthy adversary. Like I don't even view you as an opponent. So that's what it is. Like, like he, like Logan really has a person just sitting there blocking numbers. Like that's dedication. Yeah, that's who she is. And they're totally having sex. Totally. Yeah, he is having totally sex. having sex. I don't with, know uh, what Marsh is doing. What Patty Jenkins look alike. Yeah. <laughs> that's your girl. Um, speaking of uh Logan, he's very intimidating. And like mm-hmm. we've said this before, like you know, when it comes to his kids or whatever else, but he's just an intimidating individual. And I've really picked up on it on this episode. When he was talking to Royer, he doesn't fear anybody. And that is scary in itself. Right. This is the vice president that you're speaking to. And then he walks off still within earshot of this man was like, I think he was sitting there waiting on me for 10 minutes. I'm like, Logan, he can hear you. He's Mm -hmm. he's standing right there. And he knew he couldn't say anything about it. And then when he called and asked him to bring him a Coke, you know, he's like, did you mean to call room service? And it got silent and it was like a great moment because I'm sitting there like, wow, who's going to break? Is he really going to bring this man a Coke? Is is he going to yeah. get the vice president of the United States to bring him a Coke to his suite? But but, here, but here's the thing, though, I think. So so. Logan, I guess people in power like have like this coded language where he's like, 
you know, if you want to do me a favor, you could bring me a Coke or you could make this, you know, go away. But the vice president only hears like, bring me a Coke. So I think once he hears that, he's like, oh, you don't speak the language. You you can't play the game. So so someone he was like, oh, so you want to come over? And, and he was like, oh, it's almost like it's almost like you hear like a dude say like if they ask a a, a lady to come over at 2 a.m. and she doesn't come over like you know she's a good girl like like you know Logan mm-hmm. thinks the same of this guy he's like oh this is a good boy he he won't he won't play so so that was a test and the vice president failed miserably and what's worse is that he doesn't realize he failed well it was in and you're right, because I knew exactly what it was. I knew it was Logan is trying to see how much power I have over this man. And mm-hmm. you not bringing me a Coke means I don't have the power over you that I need or want or not even power. I guess like the respect more so. Right. Because mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, he's going to be the president. So, of course, he'll have the power. But that respect that he had from the raising. He's not going to have that warrior at all because I would have been the same way. I'm not bringing no fucking Coke. I'm the vice president of the United States of America. Call what room service. I'm not bringing like you a Coke. Why would I bring you a Coke? And even though, like you said, it's coded, it it sends a message. It's, it's honestly, you know, a pissing contest. Like, mm-hmm. you know, bring me this Coke. Bring, bring me my Coke, boy. You know? And it's exactly. like, well, I could bring him the Coke. I could I could eat this crow and take him the Coke and then be the president and then have him bring me a Coke once I'm the president. Or I could just not do it at all and set the tone. Because again, like I just said, he could have easily taken him the Coke, been the president. And as soon as he got sworn in, been like, hey, Logan, I'm a little thirsty. And Logan would have taken him Coke or had somebody take him one. I don't know. <laughs> but it would have, or he would have been, he had four years to make it work. And send his ass to prison. But the flip side of that is 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 Megan entering the room and saying, like, okay, I see your game and now pretend to play, but I want you to know that I don't have to play your game. And I think they're underestimating that too, because he's very much going to be like he's going to be a wild card because he he pretty much told them, like, yeah, you're like and he wasn't like he wasn't just saying that just to say it like he he thinks he's like your dad's washed up and he needs me more than i need him but you know we could both get something out of this but at the same time what happens when you know megan thinks he no longer needs logan so like they're totally underestimating the situation so i guess i guess to (laughs) I, i i guess to to that end she may have a point, but she. But thing is, that's not the point she's articulating. That's not the point she's articulating. He said, "Fuck ATN." Like he said those words. He said it, and, and Logan. I think. See, that's the thing too. Like you said, there is a game, and there is a there's a dance. If nothing else, I think because Lo, Logan smirked again. When he heard fuck mm-hmm. ATN and no respect to Logan, Logan was smirking like, yeah, okay, okay. I see what this is. I already see. So, like you said, it's, it's one of those things where, all right, well, let's let's see whose dick is bigger. And then he got his coke, right? Now, Roman finessed that thing, though, in the bathroom. He really did. Because Logan saying, what I want for ATN is 
is the platform you have. Let's turn ATN into that. So, yes, you're right. ATN is a snooze fest. It is the porch. It is what the old people watch and listen to while they're dozing off and getting ready for bed. But let's take what you're doing, all this radical stuff you're doing, and let's push it all over here. So let's just Mm -hmm. regard, you know, everything that you're doing, we're just going to push it over here. And ATN is going to be your new network. And everybody's going to be following and everybody's going to be drinking. Well, I want to say drinking. Everybody's going to be eating whatever you're feeding them. And then now we're all one big nation under Mankin, which is going to be a fascist state. Oh, yeah. Which is totally dangerous, as Siobhan said. But they're okay with it. Like, let's not pretend they're not racist. All of them. Roy Logan is racist. Roman is absolutely racist. They're all racist. So that's like, it's not something that they are ashamed of or afraid to admit because they're white men. Again, Shiv is afraid because even with all of that, even with all her protections, even though she's one of the Roy children, she is not a Roy male. And she knows that. So there still has to be a Mm -hmm. limit to where it is. And she knows if Mankin gets in, that's it. It's full out mm-hmm. back to white men run the world. Period. That's it. White men, period. Just white men. And that means Tom, that means Tom is now at the top of, of, of their marriage. She's down here somewhere. She can't go go gallivanting around and sleeping around and all the other mess again because she's not going to be as protected as she was before. And there's not a point or a part of me that doesn't believe that her father will allow her to be fed to the wolves. I believe, I mean, I have no, there's nothing in me that believes he would protect her. Nothing. No, absolutely He wouldn't protect any of the rest of them. So, and again, it's not like he didn't want a boy. He just got shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's where we are with that. It's going to be interesting. Um, wh- wh- how did you feel about Roman's presentation? Like h- h- him and Mankin kind of dancing in the bathroom? Because that was a lot. It was disappointing Look, to me because one... I know Roman's racist, but... Ugh. There's at least one moment in every episode where I'm like, is Roman going to do something gay? Not not that like there's anything wrong with being gay, but obviously he's such a like like he's he has interesting um sexual proclivities that I was like, this feels kind of intimate. Um but yeah what it was. What? Let me tell you what it was. It was the moment when Mankin was like, I don't have very many boundaries. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, y'all about to. I gotta do it in the bathroom. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be terrible. Where is Jerry? But that's what it was. When you say words like boundaries, yeah, yeah, and he's pretty much like, I will do whatever I need to do. If that includes you, then well, y'all ooh, can y'all can that like talking y'all can talking like the like I don't know the the kitchen the pantry I don't know why I had to be in the bathroom but but no like you had to um, moisturize <laughs> but, but no nothing about Roman because because he admits that he's a racist so nothing like surprised me about this but even even he admitted for like a little second he was like yeah like 
you kind of take it too far, but let's go there. Yeah, he's like the eight shoe. That's this. <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. back off that one, back off that one. But the rest of it, hey, let's do it. But he again, Shiv. She really sold it when she went with the whole. The climate says this, and Logan, like he always does, laid her shit bare, and was like, "Well, the climate said." I was out of here. The climate said this. The climate said that. And I'm like, okay, then is this your victory lap? I guess I'm a climate denier. Oh, turn the shit. Go off. I'm mad now. Because again, Shiv, stop talking. Just, just. Stop like, why doesn't why doesn't she know that the the way to reach her father is not to like try to speak to some like honorable sensibilities, like. She she really tried to like say like this is the honorable thing to do to Logan. Like she really tried to sell that to Logan Roy. That's what I was asking you at the beginning. Why doesn't she know him better? Oh like she should know him better. The rest of the kids know him. Why doesn't she? Roman probably knows him better. It seems to me Roman knows him better than anybody. Oh yeah. And yeah. I know he, we say Shiv is the most like him, but I think Roman is honestly the most like him. Because Roman knows him better than everybody else. I, I take that back. I don't think Roman minds being him while everybody else does have a part of them that doesn't want to be Logan. If they want to be different than Logan, Roman has no problem being exactly like Roman. I mean, like Logan. And that's why he's just like the carbon copy. And it's also, you know, from the beatings and everything else, he's still trying to get acceptance and all of that from him, too. So that's a part of it. Uh, before we forget, can we talk about his mama? Because they get, they get oh. a little liberal with the, with the, with the parental stuff. It's kind of cringy, man. It's too much. Yeah. Like, when she was talking about his lubed up fingers, I was like, oh, gosh, this is a lot. This is a lot. Yeah. This is too much. It's too much. It comes off. She she says it way too easily. Because that's yeah, her mother like they, too. They, right? Like so like <laughs> it's, just, it's just I have a brother. And even if I were trying to be mean or or awful to him, because sometimes siblings are worse to each other than they are to other people. That's just that's just the truth. I wouldn't use our parents to get to him. And the way Shiv just lets it roll out, like she said, even when she's talking about giving her dad a blowjob on the plane, like it was just too much. I'm like, ew. <laughs> this is girl, because he's your dad too. This is your father. This is also yeah. your mother. So it's just weird that you can, that you have the cognitive dissonance to like ignore that part just so you can talk about I mean, Roman, like you just forget, just like blank out or just erase the part in your mind that these are your parents, too. And just say, hey, this is your mother I'm talking about and your father (laughs) that I'm talking about. And she just goes for it. And the fact that she does it so much, it's just weird. It's very, very weird. Very weird. Especially with the whole wedding thing, because she used that when he was, you know, playing his tiny violin and singing you know, God bless America or whatever he was <laughs> whatever he was singing. She used that moment to say, Oh, don't you have to tell dad something about mom? 
like yeah. okay it's weird and why was it why was it weird like why is it such a big deal that they told him that she was getting married to somebody else yeah He's i didn't married think to somebody logan, else. i didn't think logan would care at all it, it is funny that she like obviously dislikes her own kids oh she can't stand them no she really no, no. don't like them like at all <laughs> She really doesn't like them. And I want to add that I I think it's so interesting how the siblings, no matter what, they're still very much siblings because mm-hmm. they're in a freaking war and they still reached out to Kendall. It was like, oh, by the way, mom's getting married. Did you know? <laughs> like, who calls their brother to tell them? Because they're not supposed to, like, at this point, you think they're not talking at all. But they can just erase the rest of it to focus on this thing right now. Like, what? Mom's getting married. Well, I just want to let you know she still doesn't love you. Bye. <laughs> like, what? What is <laughs> happening? Why does it matter? And I guess the whole thing is more so not the fact that she's getting married. It's the fact that they had no idea she was getting married. Mm-hmm. And to who? Because I couldn't imagine somebody calling me and was like, oh, your mom's getting married. Like, what? And I say a name. And they're like, oh, no, not him. <laughs> the other right. dude. This one. Like, how do you know all this and I don't? That's crazy. But like you said, it's just proof that she really don't. He's really on that fuck up his train. Conductor. All of them. <laughs> all right, D. So I guess to close out the show, let's um let's go back to I guess our weekly edition of of who flips and who doesn't. So I'll just I'll just toss out some names. Cousin Greg, yes or no? No. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I don't think right, so. I think so he feels like he is in good with Vogan and he's going to stick with it. All right. Tom Wormscans. Well, you got to tell. What do you think? Huh? Ooh, ooh. Okay. Okay. So because of Greg, I like, I don't, I don't think he has attached himself to any particular side just yet mm-hmm. like even though it looks this way like cousin greg is like clearly an opportunist and it's gonna go to the winning side so even though it looks like he's on this on this side like nah like don't don't count on the cousin greg yet not even under the um threat of being burned that's look he 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 knows the like he knows what's on the papers so i don't think he's like he i mean obviously he was like i think when he was asking kendall if he was going to get burned he was trying to see what like kendall's move was going to be I, don't, I really don't think mm-hmm. he's concerned by being burned but but yeah so so yeah let's go to tom now okay i think tom flips and if if the writers are setting me up, then I'm okay with it. Then I'm just going to fall for it. Because there are so many things that are happening on the other side that make it very appealing, even if he fails to go with Kendall. Because he has nothing to lose on the Waystar side except Shavud. And I guess if he gets out of prison, then he'll fall out of their good graces or whatever. But just like Kendall says, who says she's going to wait for you? Who knows how long he's going to be in prison? Mm-hmm. So I think he does. This is me. I'm going with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's a Tom is a definite for me. Like, I, I just think so. But on the other side of that, Shiv, what do you think? 
She's too, she, I think, I, I think I agree with you about her being too stuck on Logan's approval to switch. I think instead of her flipping, like you said, it's just going to make her work harder to make Logan see that she was, it was her all along. And that will be, I guess, vindication for her. It will be like, you know, all this time, it should have been me. I told you it was me. And now it is. And now you see it. You're welcome. I, I agree. Of course, I agree. Um, so let's end with the with the eldest Roy sibling, Connor. <laughs> I like Connor going independent at this point. I like it. And yeah. I really, really hope yeah. he does. I and, really, and really, we, really hope he does. And when I say independent, oh. I, I kind of almost mean like in both ways. I think he goes independent mm-hmm. party wise, like, and I think he goes independent of the family. Because he's got this following, and I think he thinks that following is enough to just kind of ride it out. And it kind of seems like it might be like a Green Party type thing. Like there's just enough of them exactly. to kind of get him out there. And he might just oh ride that thing he on really out. He is the Green Party candidate. He really is the Green Party <laughs> candidate. Like, no, it just hit me because because all the environmental talk that he talks about, like, he's really the Green Party candidate. Mm-hmm. Now, um, yeah, I mean, there it is. You know, I don't know how that's going to work with with uh, Greg and his Greenpeace. <laughs> Greenpeace, but whatever. So, yeah, I think I, I think and I hope and this is your fault. If it doesn't work, I'm going to say Ronnie said it. But I honestly hope that that is the wild card. And he just kind of just goes off and just does his own thing. I mean, he'll still be a yeah. Roy, of course, but but an independent Roy. I am I am stepping away from my family because their beliefs are different than mine. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. But we shall see. We shall see. But but yeah, thanks for listening to another recap of Succession. Let us know what you think. Um, keep watching. And also, like I said, last episode, be thinking about your favorite TV shows of the year. We'll be getting ready to do our end of the year shows pretty soon. December is really right around the corner, like as I look down at my mm-hmm. calendar. So yeah, just be thinking about that. And we'll we'll get to you. Uh, yeah, we'll get to you later. But until next time, peace. peace.